Hello everyone, Annyeong Yidara and welcome back to another episode of the Cart Podcast with me, Sim. And I hope you're all having a brilliant day today and getting ready for the autumn season to come in because I'm definitely not ready for autumn. I can't believe summer has already gone. I feel like this year the summer went so quickly compared to last year and I think it's because this was the first summer I was actually working every single day rather than sort of having a holiday between school. So yeah, it's something different. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about something slightly different to my usual mainstream Korean dramas. Today, I'm going to be talking about To All The Boys. And I know I'm a bit late to this bandwagon and I don't really know why I didn't really watch it when it came out. I think it's because what I thought it was going to be like was nothing to what I actually saw from it. So, which is kind of nice. I actually really, really enjoyed the three movies. And... For me, I love any sort of type of film or drama series. I don't really have a specific genre I like to watch, apart from if they're like super, super sad. I remember there was there's this one K-drama called Nuni Posege or something, and I watched the first two episodes and I got a bit hooked. And then a bit later, I decided to read the storyline of it because I could see it was getting sad. And then I read it up about it and no, it it was way too sad, way, way too sad for me. But yeah, I love a bit of everything and today I'm going to be talking about To All The Boys. I have to say, recently I haven't been watching much Korean stuff and that's purely because I had leave from my job and I sort of explored the UK and went on loads of different hikes. Well, not loads, but I went on a couple of hikes and I didn't really get time to watch as much because my family were all together. But it was nice to have a break from Korean stuff, I think. And then I recently got into watching like loads of Netflix rom-coms. So I started doing that. And I have to say as well, um, this past month has been really, really difficult for me. And I have to, I keep saying I have to say, but um, to all the boys really put a smile on my face and made me really really happy and excited for being productive and basically just trying to smash the goals I want to achieve in this lifetime. So back to the story. To All the Boys is based on books by Jenny Han and I think it's so awesome that these books these days are getting so much more credit on the big screen and these days a lot of films and dramas are based on books as well so It's cool to see another one of these. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like these days, the way they adapt the books on the TV and the films, it's portrayed in a much better setting and way and directed so much better than they used to be when I was younger. And I don't know why. I feel like those films were just really, really cheesy and rushed. And it always sort of made the book look kind of bad, which is kind of sad because... I think there are so many amazing stories and people working on these projects to make these things come together, but it's just making it all work, which is really, really difficult. But yes, back to the story again. We have our main character, Lara Jean Covey, and she lives with her two sisters, Margot and Kitty, and her dad. Her mum passed away when she was a little bit younger and she is half Korean and half American. So the basis of the story is that she keeps these love letters in her hat box that her mum gave her 
ages ago. It's like a teal pretty hat box. And it these letters are to all the boys she's ever loved before. And these letters are neatly written out and they also have their addresses on. But one day they get sent out in the mail and all her used-to-be crushes have these letters. Out of all these letters, one gets sent back to her to return to the sender, one gets sent out to a guy named Lucas in her year, and another to Peter Kavinsky, and another one to John Ambrose McLaren. There isn't much of John Ambrose McLaren in the first movie, but there's more about him in the second. But he is mentioned in the book, in the first book. She also sent one out to her neighbour, Josh, and this was the one crush she's liked for a very, very long time. And because obviously she's really embarrassed about Josh getting this letter, to save face, she ends up fake dating Peter Kavinsky. And this is Peter Kavinsky's idea. Well, I think in the book, they sort of happen to start fake dating, but um, in the movie, it's Peter Kavinsky's idea because he recently broke up with Genevieve. And Genevieve is one of her best friends, well, she used to be one of her best friends from middle school, but now she's completely different to Lara Jean. So the two start fake dating, Peter Kavinsky and Lara Jean. And in the end, they realise that they basically have feelings for each other. And along the three films, there's more drama with Genevieve and then there's less drama with Genevieve and then it goes on to graduating high school and also there's John Ambrose McLaren in the second movie and yeah graduating high school's next and then their situation with college. I have just finished reading the first book and I've just started the second one and I really really love how Jenny Han has created the way she's gone about like her writing. It's very succinct, 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 got that in the end and I really love the name she's giving up, given to her story. Like, Lara Jean is such a nice name. And even her last name, Lara Jean Covey. And so is Margot and John Ambrose and Genevieve. I think the names are really, really beautiful. Even, like, Kavinsky is such a really nice last name. I don't know. But I really liked the family that um, Lara Jean is with like her two sisters and her father they're all very cute and I like how the sisters are all really close together as well and they all have their like strikingly different personalities as well I think that's one thing Jenny Han does really well she gives everyone's character their own distinct distinctness and flair and they have their own uniqueness about them which makes it really really good I am so proud for this movie and this book for even being out because I'm not sure about you guys, I'm saying this all the time, but over my time growing up, it's great to see so much more diverse authors and a more diverse cast. And platforms like Netflix, Spotify and YouTube have been so great into getting so much diversity into their products. And so with me, I'm British Indian. And when I was younger, when I would visit the library, I would find it so cool if I saw an Indian author on the shelf. And it would just make me feel excited because I was just like, oh well, Indian people can do this as well. And it's the same when I watched TV and films as well. It was just so cool seeing an Indian person on the big screen because you'd just be like, oh, wow, they do that as well. I remember seeing this one author on the shelf all the time. Her name is Narinda Dami. And I only found out afterwards when I was in secondary school that she went to the same secondary school as me. And that was really crazy. And it made me even more like motivated to like do something much bigger than the same old job for the rest of my life. But anyway, it's incredible that 
these places like Netflix um, do this because it's really inspirational to the younger generations now and I would have loved to have to have, to have had these platforms when I was younger because I think watching these would have made me even more inspired to do things like this as well. In the third movie of To All The Boys she visits Korea because that was basically her mum's culture and background and heritage and I think definitely obviously Korea is an amazing place to visit and I've wanted to go for such a long time but ever since I've watched these three films, I have been binge watching these little interview clips of the cast and they wrapped up, they said how they wrapped up the film in Korea as well, which is really, really cool. The one thing I love about the third movie as well is that there's Korean music in the last movie as well. We have Blackpink with Pretty Savage and Girls' Generation with GGG. So that is really, really cool to see as well. The cast from this film are amazing people and I could really see from the interview clips that I saw on, on YouTube and just about that they all work so well together. Lana Condor who plays Lara Jean Covey is a really really big inspiration to me and the work that she does outside of acting is just so amazing and she truly is an inspiration to me and it's something that I really, so the things that she does are things that I really really want to do as well and also, as well, Noah Centineo, who plays Peter Kavinsky, he's the same as well. The work that they do, I think, is going to be so amazing for the world. And they really are um, an inspiration to the world and just examples of how to make the world a better place. So, yeah, thanks, guys, for being so amazing. Another thing I wanted to mention about TV shows and dramas and films I'm not sure if I mentioned this before, but I absolutely love watching K-dramas. And when I was younger and when I first started getting into them, I was really embarrassed to watch them and listen to their music. And I was sort of ashamed. And I don't even know why I was so ashamed back then, because people would ask me, so why are you watching a K-drama? Like, I don't understand the meaning of them asking me that question, because it's entertainment and it's TV. Like, the only difference is the language. Korea is just as amazing, just as amazing as producing such quality content than the rest of the world. So what's the problem? The same goes for music as well. I love, love music in general and I would listen to anything. But music in Korea is obviously just as unique as any other music from any other country. So even though it's not on my TV and not on the radio every single day, doesn't mean it's weird and strange that you're doing that. So if you love watching Korean dramas or a drama or a movie from any other country and listening to music from any other country then just go for it like there's nothing to be ashamed about and I wish I told myself that when I was younger but I think when you're younger you tend to feel more judged by everyone particularly when you're in school but when you go to university I feel like your eyes open up more to a more culturally diverse um environment which is something I experienced the university but not many people do but it's good to open your eyes up to the bigger world out there because you you can just see how amazing and how beautiful every country really is I'm really sorry if you hear ice cream band music in the background but yeah there seems to be an ice cream band just circling the block but on to my next point is music music just make the films and whoever comes up for the music in these Netflix film Netflix films I have been watching recently are legends I watched before I watched to all the boys I also watched the kissing booth 
and the songs in there just kept getting better and better as every movie went on. My fav- favourite song from The Kissing Booth is Wanderlust by Will Post. It hits my heart so much. There's a line from there that I really, really like, and it goes like this. If I second guess intuition, then it's not mine. And that quote just really, really hits my heart so much because I'm one that really likes to go with my intuition a lot and sometimes I get a bit too carried away I think but I'm not sure if it is my intuition basically there's just a constant battle with my heart and my mind and yeah that song I really really love but into all the boys my favorite song from there is sung by Leah Noble and it goes beginning middle and end it's such a cute song and it's one of my favorites now I it's a song that I would play at a wedding it's just so cute some other artists we have are Lauv, Susie Wu, Oasis, my classic fave, and The Greeting Committee, and a ton of other artists that I didn't know exist, and now I do, so now I'm obsessed with this because I love finding new music. I don't know if there is a specific job for picking out music for these Netflix films and dramas, but if there is, please let me know because I would absolutely love to have that job because I listen to everything and, like, literally everything and anything. So, yeah, music is amazing. It it speaks to my soul. And that is it for this episode of the podcast. I really hope you like listening to the podcast, this episode, and you can listen to this podcast on apple spotify anchor and youtube be sure to check out the instagram at cart podcast for more updates and things that i am currently watching and listening to even though i'm not really sure how i want to go about with my instagram page because i'm not really that great at social media and i'm improving so you know anything is better than nothing and i will see you next time bye